0: Everybody, Welcome to another special edition of the Buff and Blue Review. David Korn and Ashley Tobin here, joined by Coach Caroline McCombs. Coach, how's it going?
1: Uh, everything's great. <laughs> Excited about uh, this postseason and the workouts and, you know, just how we're progressing as a team. So really, really in a good place.
0: Yeah, and we know how busy you are with the Transfer Portal, getting everything sorted out if the season. I mean, I've heard it's even busier now sometimes mm-hmm. than during the season, so we really do thank you for taking the time to work us in.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, appreciate you guys so invested in our program.
2: Yeah, and to start off, let's just take a look back at last season. Um, you guys ended up finishing in seventh place, advanced past the second round in the A-10 tournament. Um, you guys beat Duquesne in a crazy thriller um, and then bowed out to uh, Rhode Island. But now that it's been a while since the season ended, what are your main takeaways?
1: You know, I think we're just continuing to make a lot of progress. I think this past season, we were able to grow tremendously on the offensive side of things, which makes it really exciting for people uh, to watch the ball go in the basket. And so from our player skill development to recruiting, we've made those two things, you know, a priority. Uh, With with Mia coming in, you know, she definitely had a veteran leadership spark uh, to everything that we were doing. And um, so I think, yeah, it's just that continued growth and improvement Um, each year. You know, year one, I thought our forte was really our defense. Year two, um, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't as good as we'd want it to be, but I think our forte was more on the offensive side of things. So as we progress into year three, really looking to put both of those together.
0: Yeah. So can you talk about that change? Uh, I mean, your first year here was like defense, 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 pound the stone. That was a ton fun. this year, you know, especially with Mia and Naya coming in, there was a lot more offense. Can you talk about what that sort of shift was like from a coaching perspective
1: yeah I don't think we ever uh, shifted away from our defensive mentality to defend rebound and run and obviously our philosophy is to always pound the stone but you know bringing in those two guards just in in changing our offensive system i think was just really important and vital to our growth and so what i'm most excited about is that we're not going from ground zero teaching in teaching our new offensive system but we're just building from the things that we've put in so we're starting in a completely different place so we can um continue to focus on you know both ends of the ball Um, which are very important, and so um, I think we definitely, you know, want to improve defensively, and we will be able to, um, but still put that basketball in the hoop at a high percentage.
2: Yeah, and talking about Mia Laxtegale, you know, every year in college she was able to improve and then took such such a leap, one of the best players in the conference, averaging 13.8 points per game and 6.2 rebounds. Um, Going into the season, did you expect that amount of output?
1: Well, I think we knew that Mia was a good player um, at Penn, and I think just, you know, that last year, um, players are always their best, right, because they've learned so much, and she brought in a new perspective to our team as well, and I think one thing we allowed her to do was just gave her a lot of freedom, right, to handle the ball, uh, make decisions, which maybe she didn't have as much um, in her previous system, and so I thought those opportunities, you know, to play through mistakes, again, to handle the ball. Uh, We call our point guards our dimers. So she joined the dimers um, this year, and she added a lot of value um, in her experiences with, you know, Asia and Naya. Naya. Um, and Arya being in that group as well. I just thought it was, you know, very valuable for her to have the ball in her hands. Obviously we know um, that she had that freedom to take those deep threes, um, you know, which we like, which we practice. And so uh, giving her that confidence, I just, just think allowed her uh, to grow tremendously this past season.
0: Yeah, so um, after starting up conference play really hot at the end, uh, you guys kind of faltered a little bit. I know it was a tough schedule. You know, St. Louis, UMass, URI were all part of those uh, final five games. But do you think there was something more to that or just kind of bad luck, tough road games, stuff like that?
1: Yeah, I think we were at a point in time, you know, we had some players – injured, missing out, uh, that weren't able to to be there. And so I think anytime you have a change in your rotation, uh, there were just some shifts that we had to play through. And so we were continuing to figure that out. And so I think there's always a time in the season where your team hits adversity and it's about how you respond to it. And so fortunately, we have a lot of these players coming back next year, so it won't be something new. Um, if we do hit a point of adversity and try to figure out how to play through that so i think uh yeah it was it was definitely a tough stretch for us we don't determine our conference schedule and so we'll let those chips fall where they may um, when they pop up next season and just understand you know we want to be playing our best basketball regardless in february heading into march um, i thought again uh, how we responded um, to play against Duquesne in the conference tournament was the most important thing that that we could do. And and so, uh, you know, getting Essence back, you know, was was really a big piece to that, even though she probably wasn't at full strength at that time.
2: Yeah, Coach, you mentioned those seniors coming back. What was the process of re-recruiting them? You know, Maya Wotawo, Essence Brown, Faith Blessing, and Locke all to get them to come back for a fifth year?
1: Well, we had talked about that early on, you know, probably at this point in time last year was what do you what are you thinking about? What do you want to do? And we didn't ask anyone to make any decisions until the season was over. And that's really my philosophy there. I didn't want them to to say yes and then say no and to change their mind at some point in time. So just really, we want you to come back. Right. We offered them that opportunity. We want you to come back. And we talked about that on the front end. So they knew they had a scholarship and they were gonna be able to work on another degree, master's degree, you know, in that next year. So we put that all on the table for them. They had a lot of time to think about that, what they wanted to do. Uh, We met about it after the season um, and they gave me their decisions, which I was very happy about. Uh, We try to create a great atmosphere and experience for them uh, to grow and get better. I think they're all looking towards what's next for them, Um, but I think they just really enjoy being at GW, being a student athlete at GW, the experience they have in our women's basketball program. Um, they want to be great leaders. They want to leave their legacy. Uh, we have some newcomers coming in that they're really invested in helping them to grow, learn what GW is all about. And I'm really looking forward to that.
0: So I mean, you guys have to be one of the most experienced teams in the country at this point, coming into next year with these four seniors playing, or now grad will be grad students playing really extended minutes. Um, how important is it going to be just for them to have that, all that chemistry they've built up, all that just experience on the court? You know, how critical is that to a program?
1: Uh, I think, you know, it's vital, I think, when you're allowed and we have these opportunities now um, to have experienced players in our program. Again, a lot of teams have grad students in their program. We're fortunate that... They've been here. They know GW, right? Sometimes there's the transfers, which we have one of those coming in as well. But to have four players in our program coming back, knowing what that looks like, you know, to be here is just really valuable. Um, They love each other, right? This is one of the closest teams that I've ever had an opportunity to be a part of. We try to foster those relationships, but it's really what they do. Uh, Back where they live what they do in the locker room that matters most we always want a player-led team We give them a lot of ownership in those things. So they have a lot of say-so in everything that goes on in our program I think that's why they enjoy um, Being here. It's not easy to be a student-athlete these days Um, And and again just coming back uh, is really special for this group And so I know they're gonna take care of each other every day and just enjoy what we talked about They enjoy the last the next 365 days right that we talked about in March
2: Right, and one of those seniors, you know, Nia really turned it up towards the end of the season, especially in the conference tournament. We both <laughs> voted for her to be on the all-tournament team. What changed for her throughout the season?
1: Yeah, I just think for Nia, we as we recruited her, we saw a lot of things in her. Uh, you know, and she's had some peaks and some valleys throughout her time here. And I think the sky's the limit for Naya as she enters in this this last year of eligibility. I think, again, she had a elevated role. It gave her more minutes towards the end of the season. And I think she really uh, did the best that she could at that time. I mean, when she caught the ball and she had the confidence, you know, to shoot it, to drive it, I think we were always trying to feed her confidence, you know, as well. But, you know, Nia is a really, really good player. And so uh, we want to put her in those positions to be successful and to capitalize on these opportunities she's going to have heading into her fifth year.
0: So shifting over to the other Nia, Nia Robertson, it's pretty rare to see a true freshman get as much run and sort of be able to get as many shots up as she did. What was it like watching her develop uh, both in game and in practice and seeing just all the incredible things she can do on the court?
1: I think it just goes back to that recruiting process and finding the right fit, you know, where you're needed, where you're wanted, and where you're going to be coming in and doing the things that we talked about, you know, in that recruiting process. And so we talked about Naya coming in and being a scoring, you know, point guard. Sometimes she plays off the ball, but having that opportunity, uh, that's how she played her high school game, and we didn't want to change that from her playing in college. And so, um, again, I believe we allow our players to play with some freedom on the offensive side of things so sometimes she might not take some good shots right and so uh but she knows she's allowed to take shots and they're shots that, that we're going to practice and I think that gives her the green light in some areas obviously we want to continue to grow you know and develop her um but you know she came in and, and had a terrific freshman year and I think now it's about you know her growth and development and learning from a whole year of college basketball like at the end of the year she wasn't a freshman anymore she's played a lot of minutes right going into year two okay, well, you've played a lot more minutes than a lot of freshmen get an opportunity to play. And so I think uh, that'll allow her to to learn um, and, and figure some of those things out. So again, whether she has the ball in her hands or she's off the ball, you know, she's going to have an opportunity to score the ball for us.
2: Yeah, and it's clear to us and to everyone who watches her how talented she is. Was it ever difficult to have to sit her either at the start of games or in potential crunch situations?
1: You know, I think everything just depends on the flow of the game. I mean, I don't have a philosophy. The best five players, you know, have to start the game. But she knew she was coming in and going to have a big role when she came in. Sometimes when you're coming off the bench, you have an opportunity to see some things uh, before. And so just taking that perspective and, and learning as you go into the game what's working for us, what's not working, what's that scout uh, look like on us. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we're a really good team, you know, with Naya on the floor, and she's just playing through, you know, being a first-year player for us.
0: Um, so is everyone on the team with eligibility returning?
1: Um yeah, I believe so. I oh. believe so. We <laughs> should have, you know, a, a full roster. Yeah, for okay. next year. Sorry,
0: I just want to just want to clarify. Just wanted to, to, um, to double check that. And then, uh, kind of following up with that you talk, you referenced um, the transfer coming in, Marin Durant. Can you just talk about just talk about her, what she'll bring to the program, what her recruiting process was like, all of that.
1: Yeah, we're really excited uh, for Marin to be coming into the program. Um, you know, she had a great career at BU, and we felt like we needed another uh, defender post presence to match up against some of the teams inside, outside of our league play. And, uh, you know, she'll give us just that. You know, she's a terrific defensive rebounder. She's a great post presence inside. She's a really good passer as well. She can score around the basket, probably out to 15 feet. Um, and it's something that, you know, we just haven't had that. We always have Maiwa, uh playing at the five and a lot of times, right, she's out, sized there uh but she doesn't I mean we love Maya, uh (laughs) and so we can play them together uh which is something that I like again just that added post post depth and experience uh will be a huge advantage for us
2: and you just mentioned you know Taiwo consistently being at the five um and her and Durant sharing the floor a bit how do you think that's going to play out with them on the offensive end of the ball
1: yeah, I mean, I've always had really good post players throughout my coaching career. And so, yeah, there's things that you know, we will have to look at. Uh, it probably won't be a four-out, one-in offense with those two. But, you know, Maya was a terrific driver. And I think that players will have trouble defending her at the four spot. And I just don't know how anyone's going to box her out when she's crashing from the three-point line either. Because that'll be to our advantage, um, so I'm excited about that, excited about working with them together this summertime, getting ready for the season.
0: Um, can you talk a bit about the recruits coming in, like the freshmen?
1: Yeah, so we have three freshmen coming in. Sarah Lewis uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, so really excited. She's a versatile wing for us. She'll be terrific. Uh I uh, would try to model her game a little bit after Essence, if that makes sense. So she can shoot three, uh, terrific off the bounce, really going to be able to post her up in some mismatch, mismatch situations. Uh, so she's an elite defender. She loves to defend, so really excited about uh, Sarah Lewis coming in. Jalen Hartman uh, from New Jersey, played for Blair Academy. Again, just length, athleticism, uh, can play multiple positions, shoots the three. So, again, that versatility um, is going to be terrific for us. And lastly, Kamari Sims right here at Riverdale Baptist from Maryland. Um, You know, Kamari is also someone who can play two, three, four positions, shoots it with deep range, uh, handles the ball. She's like a point forward, so we don't have an ideal spot for her, but being on the floor is a good thing for us um, because she sees the floor well, can pass the ball. So, really excited. Again, all of those players are. Versatile, can see them fitting in really well with what we're doing offensively. And then obviously it's a must that you have to play defense.
2: Yeah. I think GW fans are really excited to have all these players coming in, excited to run it back, obviously with the seniors that are coming back. I know we've heard a lot of excitement surrounding the program, but for Jalen Hartman, what do you expect her role to be?
1: Yeah. I mean, she's going to, again, play the three, the four, uh, just again, versatility. I think she's so long, she can defend, uh, blocking shots, you know, just right around the rim with her just length and presence. Um, so again, I tell everybody this time of year, there, there are no roles. Uh, you're working towards whatever role you want to have. And then those are things we'll establish a little bit later. Um, for all of those first years, you know, just working on their strength and conditioning is a huge part of that transition to college basketball. So figuring that out now, Um, as we get into summertime will be really important.
0: Um, So do you anticipate any more personnel moves this offseason? I know we have a ton of people coming in, or coming back I should say. Um, Three uh, pretty high quality recruits, so do you think there will be any more moves?
1: We are still recruiting, so potentially uh, we could do another interview when that happens. But, um, you know, just really excited about some people that we're talking to and potentially, you know, another addition to our team. But uh, all of that stuff is to be determined. I think we really are excited about the roster, you know, that we currently have, uh, the work that our players have put in this postseason. This is finishing up. Um, our final week and uh, we're just working really hard and they're committed to getting better every day. So are
0: there any sort of specific roles you mentioned you're obviously still recruiting are there any specific roles you're sort of zeroing in on or looking to fill?
1: Um, You know I think just making sure our backcourt is as deep as it needs to be that's something that's Really important. You can never have enough good ball handlers on your team. Sometimes last year we would play three people handling, you know, three of our primary ball handlers on the court, you know, at one time. And so just making sure we have enough depth. Right. I think that's something that's, you know, really important as as we head into next season.
2: Yeah, and talking about recruiting, you've had a lot of success with the JUCO field with Nihilok, Asia Ines, Seslani, Loriano, sorry, all coming from JUCOs. What's allowed you to find such great players from that?
1: Yeah, you know, I think that was something that, um, you know, we had looked at as I took the job and coming in, trying to find some players with experience. And obviously at that time, the transfer portal was just starting to become established. And I think now... Um, you know, from junior college to transfer portal recruiting, those are two different avenues to go down. Um, and so just sort of navigating which one is best and who is the best fit for George Washington as well.
0: Yeah. And so with the Juco field, how do you sort of hear about these players? You know, cause it seems like it's pretty tough to kind of know where to look, you know? So do you have sort of some connections in that field? Just like, how do you, how do these players get on your radar?
1: Yeah, well, I think there are the relationships that you've established that myself and our staff has established throughout our coaching careers. You know, I think it's always important to have a relationship with the people that, you know, you're recruiting. So you kind of can call and know and understand the background and what's going on. And so, um, you know, I think that's something that's, you know, really important. There's events that we go to 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 target, whether they're international junior college players that sort of make sense as well, people that were under-recruited. Now some players are going the junior college route versus a four-year college if they don't get recruited just because there's too many transfers that other programs are taking. So I think that will be an avenue that players still go down that path, um, at least this year, next year, as there's a lot of graduate transfers still out there.
2: Yeah, during March, we really saw women's college basketball enter the national spotlight, continue to grow, um, what do you think the sport needs to do to continue to build off that success?
1: Yeah, I just think the national exposure and coverage is really exciting. More people are starting to learn who these players are across the country. I think the NIL is important for uh, these young women to get that exposure um, in different areas besides just you know on the court. And so I think that it's exciting time for our sport um, and for our young women.
0: Yeah. So um, you mentioned NIL. How has that been playing a role in your recruitment and with players deciding to come back? Is that what has been, how have you been able to utilize that so far?
1: Yeah, I don't don't think that's on a big scale for us. I think that's on a smaller scale for us. So just they're able to navigate, you know, what those things look like, Um, you know. So with our recruitment, it's just been about, you know, our relationships and, you know, the education that you can receive here at George Washington.
0: Yeah. So um, in March, there were some reports um, linking you with the head coaching, head coach opening at Pitt. Uh, Obviously right now, a former UMass head coach, Tori Verdi, accepted the job. You know, was there any sort of neutral interest there?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm committed to George Washington and I always (laughs) have been. uh, And so I really don't have a comment on that. Um, It's something that you know, I've just been very committed to our program here. We haven't done the things that we've set out to do, and so this is a place that that I love and that I'm excited about, and continue to build our program here.
2: Yeah, coach. Outside of basketball, what are some things that you like to do for fun? Maybe in the D.C. area, if you have any spots.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, uh, you know, I'm kind of a homebody. Um, you know, I've toured and done some things, you know, here in D.C., but you know. Really, uh, just try to take a break when we get a break. So whether that's just my personal time, yoga, going to eat out at restaurants, um, you know, that's kind of what I do in my free time.
0: Yeah. Any restaurant recs?
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I I'm trying to think the last place I've been to sometime, I guess we went to Old Ebbets. Uh, that's classic. The other day, uh, which was nice. Um, I can't even think of some of them off the top of my head, but... Yeah, just kind of where our staff wants to go. We'll kind of pick some different places.
0: So this might be our hardest-hitting question. We've been asking this to everyone we've been talking to lately, but the big buzz on campus is the final four moniker options for GW. Mm. Blue Fog, Revolutionaries, Sentinels, and, and ambassadors. ambassadors. Do you have a favorite?
1: Well, I probably do. I don't know if it's the <laughs> fan favorite, what that is. Um, but I'm gonna go with Blue Fog. Oh, that I we've I been do think that. <laughs> that's been the consensus around campus. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Blue Fog. I think there's a lot of good things that could come from that, just from a fan and a student athlete perspective, where you can really put a good spin on some things. So um, I don't know if I found Green Wave uh, from Tulane and assimilated oh, that I, with like Blue Fog for GW, but I think that could be. Pretty cool for us. That's a, I
0: hadn't made that's that a good connection. connection. Yeah, I hadn't <laughs> thought about that. Because oh. we
2: were talking about, you know, other element-related mascots like the heat, the thunder. we mm-hmm. were thinking like you could do good things yeah. with yeah. that. But yeah. Green Wave is a perfect connection. So, yeah. that, that was kind
1: of <laughs> the they thing. Should,
0: they should get you on the, on the committee. They, yeah. They <laughs> have to do that. <laughs>
1: yeah, but definitely excited about that. I think that'll be fun for whichever uh, moniker we choose to kind of get that branded out there. So it'll be a fun and exciting time once that's released.
0: Yeah. Actually, do you have anything else? I think yeah.
1: that's it. For yeah. Me.
0: Coach, thank you so much for again, we know how busy you are taking the time to sit down with us. Um this was great and we're really excited to see what the team can do next year. I think it'll be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate thank you. you guys spending time with us.